Good morning. Time for the farm show here at the Shank of the Day on Wax 104.5. As Jill and Krista and myself, Bob Bosol, bring you the news in agriculture around the area, around Wisconsin, around the nation, and around the world as part of the Midwest Farm Report family. We've got markets, 13 first alert weather. We'll look at all kinds of calendar items and what's going on in the world of agriculture. Again, it's time for the Farm Show on Wax 104.5. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hi, this is Randy Romanski, Secretary of the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection. I just wanted to wish all of you... uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year for all those who are out there working on the farm or in businesses and communities, working to feed your communities and feed the world. Thank you for everything you do. Happy Holidays. Thank you, Mr. Secretary, Randy Romanski. And we're going to hear more from Randy a little bit later on. We had a chance to uh, catch up with him and talk about agriculture in Wisconsin, his view of where we are with different aspects of agriculture and trade and our impact not only on the country but on the world as far as agriculture is concerned. So we'll hear from uh, Randy in a little longer form a little bit later on, but uh, he did want to take a few seconds and say thank you and Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to uh, all of our hardworking folks that are out there producing the food and fiber that uh, keeps our country strong. And we want to, of course, say the same thing, and I'll tell you, it's uh, <laughs> not bad to be doing the chores out there this morning. Stand by the bunk, not bad. Now, there is some fog out there. If you are driving, getting set to take off for the holiday, whatever the case may be, there is a little fog out there, so be aware of that. And we're not going to have sun to burn it off either because we're going to be in a period of clouds probably until about next Wednesday as we're looking for clouds thickening up, some drizzle, rain starting maybe later today, and then kind of off and on through the weekend, Sunday and Monday, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day especially, there's some rain out there. We'll talk more about that as well. Also, the markets, again, don't forget, the markets will all be closed on Monday, and that includes the sale barns. You know, a lot of holidays later in the day, they'll have people at the barns to take in cattle for the next day's sale. Not this time. Christmas, they're going to be closed, so you got to get them in there early on Tuesday for the sales on Tuesday. They're giving everybody, and rightly so, the holidays off, so as many people as can get off for the holiday, Christmas, that's a good thing. I know we got to keep doing the chores on the farm, but uh, again, don't load the cattle up on Monday and think you're going to drop them off at the sale barn for the Tuesday sale because that ain't going to happen. All right, we've got uh, things to talk about today. This immigrant problem is causing a real concern, and it's uh, boiling over into other aspects of our economy and uh, agriculture being one of them because, again, we talk about the, the shipping and how we're going to get things here and there. Well, when we've got a way to get them here and there, but we can't because the immigration problem is really backing things up. We'll talk about that as we go along. South American weather, that's affecting the markets as well. Argentina, the new president down there, has devalued their mo- their money. What does that mean? That makes Argentinian crops cheaper for people around the world by putting more pressure on our markets, more pressure on our prices, and uh, and again, we've gonna we're gonna talk about that and uh, rail cars. 
you know, what, uh, do we get rail cars? We always hear we can't get rail cars. Well, we got a bill that's going to, well, make rail cars maybe more available. We'll see how it all works out, but uh, we'll talk about that, too, the Safe Rail Act as the Safe Trains Act of 2021 that's now getting put into the mix and the rules being written so we can go ahead. And if you want to make a phone call, <laughs> yeah, you know where I'm going to this, don't you? If you've been listening the last couple of days, if you want to make a phone call and wish a Merry Christmas to Senator Debbie Stabenow of Michigan, I've got that number once again. So if you uh, haven't written that number down or haven't made that phone call, or if you've made the phone call, make another one. It's the season of good cheer. So call her and Wish her good good cheer, wish her good health, and just, you know, ask her to relook at some of the dietary science. And also, if you talk to the folks that are running your organizations, dairy organizations, ask them why they haven't got their dietary science, because, again, the dairy industry has paid a lot of money for some of that research about the health, the, the health and the fullness of uh, whole milk products and milk fat. So, again... But that phone number, again, if you want to call, and you can, again, call it right now because you're getting an answering machine. Nobody answers their phone anymore, do they? All right, here we go. 202-224-4822. That's the number of Senator Debbie Stabenow of Michigan. In case you missed it, we kind of thought, and, you know, we always make that mistake that, yeah, this is a no-brainer. Anybody with common sense knows this bill is going through. Well, it didn't. The Whole Milk for Healthy Kids Act. Bipartisan vote in the Senate, I think 330-some members of the House voted for it. Voice vote in the Senate was all set to send it along, and then Senator Debbie Stabenow of Michigan stepped in and said, no, not going to do it. Dietary science says uh, whole fat isn't good for people in their diet. So that's that's why I say we've done enough, spent enough money on research to show that, yes, Dairy products are good in the diet. So, again, get her that information and get her a little bit of a Christmas wish. 202-224-4822 is the number. Senator Debbie Stabenow of Michigan, 202-224-4822. Let her know you're from the dairy industry in Wisconsin. You don't understand, and you'll be happy to provide her with information showing that whole milk fat is good in the diet, especially for young kids in school. 202-224-4822. I know I lied yesterday. I said I'd get off that bandwagon, but uh, we're so close to the holidays. You got to wish her a happy holiday season, don't you? So do that. Do that. In case you don't have it, uh, <laughs> I'll keep that phone number handy so that, so that we still have it. All right, six minutes before... Five o'clock. I want to say congratulations to some students at the UW River Falls, some from our area, but a team of University of Wisconsin River Falls students competed in a competition on their home campus, and this was schools all over the country, ag schools, uh, North and Europe, for a matter of fact. The American Veterinary Medical Association Animal Welfare Assessment Contest, held November 17th to the 19th was an opportunity for UW-River Falls students to showcase their knowledge of how to care for animals. A five-student team made up of animal science majors Emma Hamilton, Brooke Casey, Allie Matzik, Beth McElwam, and Lily Strike placed third in the senior undergrad division. And again, this was these were universities from all over the country. I'm talking uh, Michigan State, major Cornell, major universities. 
And as we uh, look at the students, Hamilton, as we said, uh, the students, Emma Hamilton is a senior from down at Adams. Beth McAwam is a senior from Chippewa Falls. And uh, the third member of that team from our area, the uh, Miss Strike, was uh, from Clear Lake, or is from Clear Lake. She's just a junior from Clear Lake. Kurt uh, Vogel, professor of animal welfare and behavior, oversees that team. So congratulations to that UW-River Falls team with uh, three out of the five members from what we can call Central and West Central Wisconsin. Again, good job done by all those members of that team. Again, Emma Hamilton from Adams, also Beth McElwam from Chippewa Falls, and again, Lily Strike, also a member of that team. She's just a junior. She's from Clear Lake. So a job well done as the UW River Falls continues to be one of the top agricultural education universities in the country. Little fog out there. We'll talk about uh, that. The immigration problem, disrupting trade, also rail cars, because we're talking disrupted rail trade down into Mexico, and some money coming into Wisconsin, millions of dollars to help uh, food distribution and develop better ways to get it out there. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, a good mushroom growing weather because we're not going to see sunshine for a while in our wax listening area. Today, cloudy. There'll be drizzle starting here after a while. And as we go through the weekend, turning into rain. But 44 the high. It's going to be warm. We don't have to worry about ice, it doesn't look like. Because even tonight, it'll only get down to 39. Tomorrow on Saturday, mostly cloudy, high of 49, 52 on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, 46, but rain likely Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Tuesday with that rain, it'll be 42. Wednesday, partly cloudy and 41. So again, very undecember, unchristmas like weather around the area. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, if you're going to be traveling this weekend don't need sunglasses. You need good windshield wipers and good tires because it's uh, it's going to get well. We've got some clouds, drizzle, rain coming in through the weekend, probably until next Wednesday. It's going to be more cloudy and rainy and drizzly than anything else. 44 clouds, drizzle starting a little later on around the area today. 39 overnight tonight, so it's not going to get cold. Saturday, 49, mostly cloudy. Then Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, it looks like rain likely. Christmas Eve, it'll be 52 on Monday, Christmas Day, about 46, 42 on Tuesday. Then partly cloudy on Wednesday. The sun should peak through a little bit on the midweek days. So we're looking for 41, so still pretty nice weather. I don't think we're going to break any records, but uh, awful nice, that's for sure. No white Christmas, obviously. Right now, we've got 33 in Wausau and Marshfield, 32 in Medford, Rice Lake at 34. Everybody's right around 30 degrees. La Crosse, those warm at 38. Green Bay's 37. Madison Sun Prairie at 39. Milwaukee at 44 this morning. And here with some fog around the area, 36 degrees. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Taking a look at our rural mutual market report. And again, don't forget, sales pretty much over for this week. The Board of Trade, of course, will be open and Mercantile Exchange. But sale barns are pretty much done and they will not open again until Tuesday. That means don't take your cattle in there on Monday and expect someone's going to help you. They're going to be shut down till Tuesday morning around the area. I don't know anybody that's not. 
that, uh, of course, we work with here on the Farm Show in the morning. But uh, this week, how have they traded? Choice-fed beef steers and heifers trading in a range from about 160 to 173 with the mixed steers and heifers, 110 to 159. The dairy cross steers and heifers, 134 to 170. Choice-fed Holstein steers, 145 to 154. Select and silage-fed Holsteins, 115 to 144. Cows, 70 to 84. Cows topped at 124. Bulls, 88 to 111. Butcher hogs, 32 to 30, uh, 32 to 68 this week. Sows, 32 to 35. The boars, 8 to 15. Feeder lambs, 75 to 265. Ewes, 125 and down. Small goats, 10 to $180. Medium goats, 10 to 265. Large goats, 150 to 380. The nanny goats, 115 to 270. And uh, taking a look at the board of trade, it was mixed yesterday. Corn about two cents higher. Beans about 14 cents lower. Wheat was a little higher, but again, there's a lot of uncertainty about that South American uh, Brazilian weather and uncertainty of what the Argentina peso is going to do as far as moving the market. So not, uh, not much stability out there in those markets right now. March corn up a fraction overnight, sitting at 473 a bushel. The oats up four at 367. March wheat up a fraction, 612. Soybeans for March. As we said, they were down 14 cents at the close of the day trade yesterday, but they were up a penny overnight, 1303. Yesterday morning, they were 1312. Soybean meal up 60 cents a ton overnight, $387 a ton. The dairy markets, no Christmas presents here. Barrel cheese down a quarter of a cent yesterday, 139. The blocks down five and a quarter to 139 and a half. Butter down a half a cent to 260 a pound. December class three down a nickel, 1608. January down 16 at 1544. February down 22 at 1552. March down 17 at 1627. And April down 14 at 1721. And on the uh, board of tra- on the mercantile exchange, livestock futures yesterday. The live cattle were lower, so were the feeder cattle. February cattle one sixty eight sixty seven down a dollar sixty two. April live cattle one seventy two seventeen down a dollar sixty five. June live cattle down one forty two at one sixty nine eighty seven. Feeder cattle, the January price two twenty one seventy. That's down two thirty five. March down two thirty seven at two twenty three thirty seven. April feeder cattle contracts closed at two twenty eight forty five down two oh seven. May at two thirty two ninety seven down a dollar eighty five and August at two forty five ninety five down a dollar fifty seven. Lean hogs they were mixed. February up forty two cents, closing at seventy sixty five. April up two cents at seventy six ninety five. May hogs down seventeen at eighty three fifty five and June down thirty five at ninety one ninety. That's the way the markets look. As again, they'll be closed on Christmas Day. And the sale barns will also be closed on Christmas Day. That includes not being there to take in cattle. So, again, wait till Tuesday morning. We've been hearing about the immigration. So many people crossing our borders legally or illegally down in the southern part of the country. But it uh, does present a new twist as of this past Monday. The situation has caused border control agents to close railroad crossings in two Texas towns in El Paso and Eagle Pass because so many illegal immigrants were jumping on trains as a way to evade border guards and get into the U.S. But those closings are having a major negative effect on trade between the U.S. and Mexico, including the movement of many agricultural products. Right now, 
Officials are saying, and these numbers are hard to believe, they're saying almost 10,000 Union Pacific Rail cars are stopped on both sides of the border. Those cars are carrying automobiles, car parts, ethanol, beverages, industrial products, wheat, and many other consumer products. The railroad companies say their losses will be over $200 million a day if those two crossings remain closed since those two crossings carry about 45% of the railroad's products between the two countries. Union Pacific says it moves about 450,000 rail cars through those Texas crossings, just those two Texas crossings, every year. Unbelievable numbers. Well, and also, in a related story, it looks like the U.S. won't have to rely as much on other countries to get rail cars into our system. Wisconsin U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin is one of the leaders on an amendment to the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act that will help support manufacturers in this country to build more rail cars as part of the Safe Trains Act. Baldwin said ensuring that our rail cars aren't made in China is a national security priority. The Safe Trains Act of 2021 being put in place prohibits railroad freight cars from operating on the U.S. Freight Railroad Exchange if those cars are manufactured in or use sensitive technology from a country of concern or affiliated with a state-owned enterprise like China. The Federal Rail Administration began enforcing those new regulations called for in that law about a week ago. So again, railroads so very, very important in the moving of product. Coming up, Agriculture Secretary Randy Romanski. We had a chance to visit with him about agriculture as uh, we end one year and go into another. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, we are rolling, and we'll go here in three, two, and one. Looking back on 2023, what kind of a year was it in agriculture here in Wisconsin? Let's get it from the top man in agriculture, Randy Romanski, the Secretary of the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection, as we wrap up the year. And, uh, Randy, I guess looking back over the last year from where you sit there at the Department of Ag in Madison, how do you capsulize the year in agriculture in Wisconsin? Well, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty fortunate that agriculture in Wisconsin is an economic engine that drives the state's economy. And, uh, you know, as I talk to farmers, even despite some of the drought conditions we saw this year, uh, farmers had a productive year. Uh, I've heard from a lot of farmers who were uh, pleasantly surprised by the yields they got, and, and that's good. Uh, you know, the, uh, the there's less controls over input prices sometimes, uh, but uh, um, you know, as far as what what we were hearing from farmers, the is the the it was pleas- they were pleasantly surprised. Well, that's a good way. And as we look forward to 2024, the the challenges don't go away. Of course, we never know what weather is going to be like. But let's talk about some of the other things that, uh, through your administration, and of course, Governor Evers' leadership, soil and water conservation really a priority in Wisconsin with you folks, wasn't it? And for farmers to uh, keep our pristine waters pristine. Yeah, the governor has prioritized soil and water health uh, since he took office. And the the great thing about it, Bob, is there are programs that were already out there that have been improved 
and some new programs that have started, uh, and it's because of the governor's leadership. And i got to tell you, and you've heard me say this before, Bob, we've, there's been bipartisan agreement on this. The governor and the legislature have agreed on some of these things, and that's, that's, good, that's, good, that's good news and something people should hear. Uh, but, yeah, if, the, the great thing I hear from, from, I heard it from a farmer in the Eau Claire area, uh, Bob, so this is right close to home for you, uh, we take care of the land and water because the land and water takes care of us. That's a good way to summarize how uh, uh, farmers in the farm community uh, protect soil and water. And I would expect that initiative will continue in 2024. Absolutely. You know, programs like the Producer-Led Watershed Protection Program, which I think you and I have talked about before, that's a, a good investment with local groups of farmers that are finding out what works best in their backyard and what's, what's different, what works in the uh, rolling hills, coolies, and valleys of western Wisconsin is different than the central sands or different than the, than the karst topography uh, on the east side of the state. Farmers seeking solutions amongst themselves, that's great. We can be a resource. And then there are new programs, new tools that the state is giving to farmers, nitrogen optimization pilot program and uh, cover crop uh, program that we're rolling out here shortly so farmers should keep an eye out for those programs because we're going to be highlighting those people can sign up and uh you know again we're just hoping to be a good good resource for for the industry and of course we talk about soil health but with the challenges we've had the milk price this year has not been good let's say it like it is and that puts pressure on farmers on their mental health. The weather was a challenge, although the crops did turn out pretty good. But mental health is a real challenge for farmers, and unfortunately they intend to internalize that. But there is help out there, and all you have to do is reach out. That's right, and I'm glad you, I'm glad you mentioned this, Bob. The, uh, the Farm Center, which is a, a great free and confidential service to uh, farmers and has been since the mid '80s uh, provides a lot of services, but the the services uh, one of the services they provide that I want to make sure people are aware of is is the farmer wellness program. Uh, it's uh, it's something that uh, uh, our agency has done a lot to beef up uh, since uh, over the last four or five years. In fact, Governor Evers declared 2023 the year of mental health, and investments have been provided. Uh, that have correlated with governors prioritizing mental health. So the Farmer Wellness Program is uh, is uh, making sure that there's resources to farmers. Farming's not a nine to five job, Bob. It's not five days a week. It's twenty four seven. So we've established a twenty four seven hotline. Uh, we've got uh, uh, farmer mental health vouchers that if a farmer's feeling stressed, we want them to make that call. We want them to. Uh, reach out to talk to a friendly voice, a friendly person, so that if they're feeling stressed, we want to help. And uh, and what we've seen that this year, because we've been making these resources more available, uh, because we make making people aware of the resources that are out there, uh, the number of mental health vouchers that we've given to farmers is at an all-time high. The vouchers that have been redeemed, so what the story is there, people are reaching out and seeking help, and then once they seek help, they're actually using those resources to go and talk to people. So the number of vouchers that have been redeemed is at an all-time high, and the redemption rate is at an all-time high. So uh, uh, 85% uh, 
of those farmers that have reached out to use a voucher uh, or, or asked for a voucher have, got, have used it. And just in 2019, when we started to uh, ramp up this program a little more because the governor got us some funding, uh, that, that redemption rate was only 33%. So farmers are, are making the decision to make the call, and then they're, they're talking to somebody. So what I just want to remind people is if you know somebody who's feeling stressed, Make sure that you point them to the Farmer Wellness Hotline uh, and uh, and and tell them that there's there's somebody that they can talk to that can help them out. And I think it's so important because so many times now we'll call a number and it's automated. Punch one for this, punch two for that, punch three for that. But when they call the Farmer's Wellness Healthline, they're going to talk to a human being right now. There's a place to get help where you're going to get immediate response. Yep, and I'm gonna. I'll give you the number two. You probably have it, uh, Bob. But the 24/7 Farmer Wellness Helpline is 888-901-2558. If you know somebody who's who's feeling stressed or needs to talk to somebody, please give them give them that phone number. Very, very important, Randy. Let's reach out. I know one of the things that uh, you always emphasize since you've been at the department is the fact that we can grow crops, we can produce products, but we've got to sell it. And you have really gotten the governor on board for international exports. It's one thing to do this through the national federal government, but statewide you've really put an effort out there to take missions to other parts of the world to sell our products directly. Give us an update on that and, and what you anticipate for 2024 as far as some of these international trade missions, where you're going to go, and what the emphasis will be. Well, I think it, it, you're right. It's important that we are promoting and marketing products, uh, Wisconsin products, around the world. Of course, it starts at home. We want people to stay connected to their local product. We have Buy Local, Buy Wisconsin, and Something Special from Wisconsin program. We encourage people to know their farmer, know their food. It might be just down the road. But, um, you know, as the rest of the world's economies evolve, as, as, company, as countries grow, as their economies grow, uh, what we know is that uh, they want Wisconsin products. They know the quality. They know that we can uh, provide the quantity. And uh, Governor Evers has prioritized connecting the dots around the world for Wisconsin products. And uh, our agency's gotten some funding uh, as a result of that here at the state level, which is great. And the thing that's great about that, Bob, is we turn that money around and get it right back into the hands of uh, agribusinesses, of farmers, so that they, they, can, they can find their place in the world. And uh, we have a small international agribusiness center that helps them do that. So our efforts are, are promoted, are, are uh, helping people find ways what's the product that they want to market what what countries do they want to be in what particular uh areas is there are uh, are they going to be looking at they get they get to kind of set up their own portfolio and and we help them with that and it's a it's a priority for us um a good way to uh affect prices of products as you indicated is find markets uh find other places for those to go and Wisconsin punches above its weight class when it comes to international food for international trade for food and agriculture. Um, uh, last the last two years have been record highs in exports, uh, and our agency is here to serve as a resource to businesses that 
are looking to move product in, in the international uh, marketplace. So it is a priority for our agency. Appreciate the governor prioritizing it and, and giving us the resources we can we get so that we can turn around and be a resource to, to farmers and businesses. And again, Randy Romanski, Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade and Consumer Protection, the things they're doing in a very busy, busy agency. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we continue with the chores this morning. Again, uh, we'll check in with Mike Dander here in in, uh, just a few minutes. In fact, we're going to check in with uh, Mike before... We get to uh, Morgan because uh, there's a lot of things that uh, he needs to tell us. So we're going to get to Mike here in just a few minutes, and then we'll bring Morgan in, as she usually is after Mike anyway. So she's in no hurry this morning, believe me. Well, thanks to the USDA's Agricultural Marketing Service, there will soon be $27 million available in Wisconsin to provide grants to help get food products move faster and more efficiently through the middle of the supply chain. And that's, you know, the producer, then the middle of the supply chain, and the consumer. So through the middle. And again, the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection here in Wisconsin is going to be right in the middle of it. They're going to handle that money, that $27 million, and they will take applications for grants for that mission until March 6th. So you got some time. Now, those grants are going to go for those that want to expand processing capacities, increase food storage space, reduce energy use, increase commercial commercial kitchen space, improve collection and distribution of our foodstuffs, improve marketing, and increase access to value-added markets for smaller farmers. Nationally, over $420 million has been put into that program. So you got until March 6th. If you'd like to find out more, contact the folks at the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection so you can put together a plan and uh, claim some of that $27 million that, as we said, is uh, going to be coming into Wisconsin of a total of $420 million. Well, money's not the only thing it looks like coming into Wisconsin. Maybe some rain as well. Let's get over to 13 First Alert Weather and talk to our buddy uh, Mike Dandry over there. Hello, Michael. He doesn't want to talk to us yet, but uh, he will because uh, we do have fog in the area, so uh, be careful of that. And uh, I don't think we're going to have any sun ah, to burn it up. Hey, what? <laughs> I was going to say, I'm here. Oh, I've, yeah. I've been, I don't know if my mic was muted or whatever, but I was like, Bob, no, I'm here. <laughs> well, I was right. I've got out of the corner, people don't realize, I sit here and out of the corner <laughs> of my eye, I can see the morning show on TV, Hello, Wisconsin. Uh-huh. And I watch you do your weather forecast, and I know you're doing it until about the time we call on you. Yep. And you were doing it, and I said, oh, darn it. And I, you know, the setup is different. We used to have a, you know, as you see in the 70-year history of Channel 13, <laughs> the wipe-off board and the shy, the smiley faces that the old weather people used to put on those boards. And, yep. Things are different now. Weather isn't as much fun to watch on TV. You get more information now, but it's not as much fun to watch as when some of these guys that have a magic marker and write all over the board with arrows and snowmen and everything else. But uh, <laughs> but we get through it. But anyway, Mike Dandry is with us. 13 first alert weather and fog, cloudy, drizzle, no sun for Christmas, huh? Yeah, that's... Uh, but kinda, no ice either. No ice, that's true too. And I guess you could say the weather is nice because, well, we'll have temperatures that climb well above average and 
We're talking possibly record-breaking temperatures, especially Sunday. That's where it's very likely. Uh, but leading up to that today, we'll have a little bit of drizzle, some patchy fog this morning with temperatures climbing to the mid-40s later on. Tomorrow, starting off with some fog. Keep that in mind if you are heading out early for tomorrow. But otherwise, cloudy, upper 40s. Sunday, that's where the rain moves in. Winds start to pick up out of the south quite a bit, dragging in some milder temperatures. And we can top out in the mid-50s on Sunday. And our previous record is 45 degrees. That's as it stands right now. That, again, likely to be broken. Christmas Day, going to be another warm one, getting in the mid-40s again. More chances at some rain and some pretty gusty winds, upwards of about 15 to 20 miles per hour. Tuesday, we'll have some rain hanging around, too, with highs in the low 40s. And we do cool it off, but not by much, as we'll still be well above average with highs in the upper 30s by Thursday. And for the time being, we're in the mid to upper 30s. 36 degrees in Eau Claire right now with some fog hanging around and Bob, I got to say, we did that uh, look back at the 70 years of WEAU, mm-hmm. and you had a nice head of hair back in the day. <laughs> well, I've still got hair. It's just a different color. I was going to say, it was, uh, it looked, oh, the picture was in black and white, but mm-hmm. I'm going to guess it was just, was it like jet black? Or no, was... no, not jet black. No, uh, just dark hair. You know, sure. Dark brown to, you know, whatever. Had a really nice head of hair, though. Oh, boy, that's for sure. The, that's, <laughs> I got a few, a few things, and that was one thing. <laughs> What are you doing for Christmas? You hanging around here or you're going to North Dakota? Going to Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. Yes. So going to hang out with the family and open a few gifts on Sunday. We usually do it on Sunday, and then I'll be heading back here Monday afternoon since got to work bright and early. Actually, not so bright, but early on Tuesday. Yeah, don't we all? So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, drive safely, and uh, again, Merry Christmas, and uh, we'll talk to you after the holiday. You bet. Merry Christmas, Bob. There he goes. Mike Dandry over 13 first alert weather on Wax. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, now she's ready. She waved me off before. She didn't have her makeup on. She didn't have her hair done, so she didn't feel like she could go on the radio right then. But she looks good now. Morgan McCarthy in the newsroom. Good morning, Morgan. Well, good morning. Heading into the holiday weekend, for many, we begin with headlines with a Dane County deputy hurt after two men attempted to flee from a traffic stop. It happened in Black Earth, as authorities say the deputy yesterday stopped a white Buick sedan believed to be involved in a fraud investigation. While he was trying to make contact with two men in the vehicle, they drove away, hitting the deputy with the car. The suspects turned into the parking lot of Wisconsin Heights High School and both ran off before eventually being arrested. The injured deputy was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Locally, RCU announced an investment in Feed My People with a $5,000 gift to the food bank to support the purchase of a barcode scanning system. You can see this local story in details online as well as a photo, 715newsroom.com. Across Eau Claire, police have been busy over the past few days between Monday morning and yesterday. Officers responded to 176 calls with authorities saying they ranged up from everything to disturbances and traffic violations and even a death investigation. Updated case logs always available online and we'll get that link easy set up at 715newsroom.com. Meanwhile, law enforcement officials throughout western Wisconsin will be focused on safety the next several days as many people will be out traveling. Just a reminder to do that safely and 
Remind Santa to buckle up behind the sleigh. And Mother Nature will have an impact whether you're on the sleigh or here on the roads. As forecasters say, a little bit of drizzle and some fog this morning. Maybe just plan a little extra time, a little extra coffee, a little extra patience. And of course, this time of season, a little extra joy as well. Even if there is some stress, some presents left to wrap and some cookies to bake. Hey, let's remember what it's all about, shall we? Sometimes as an adult, the spirit of the season can feel stressful. The wrapping, the spending, all of the adult problems that don't necessarily leave even if they're shelved for a while we're going to take a break or try to take a break from all of that and unwrap some of the magic of the season as we see it through the eyes of a local child how old are you six and what holiday is coming up christmas and what do you think your favorite thing about christmas is presents and santa claus where do you think santa claus lives at the north pole oh sure oh what do you think santa claus eats for breakfast um waffles pancakes with cookies and uh, a lot of sugar how many reindeer pull santa sleigh for him 10 and how many elves do you think he has 255 what do you think the most special thing about christmas is because it only comes every every year it's a special year when you oh, when you get presents from Santa well, and the magic of Bob Bolsold takes us back to the barn as <laughs> we wish you and yours all the best this holiday season with the Midwest Farm Report on Wax 104.5 Thank you, Morgan. And don't you just love the kids at Christmas time and the excitement in their eyes? And I can say that I've been lucky enough to be at Santa's house at the North Pole. I've been to the North Pole. I've been to Santa's house. I've seen Santa Claus. And I'm telling you, it is a special feeling to be at the North Pole and see Santa Claus. And I can say... I've been there and done that. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And as I said a moment ago, I have been to the North Pole, seen Santa Claus, Santa Claus's house. And if just a heads up, if you'd like to go, the North Pole is in Alaska. And uh, if you'd like to go, we're going to go in the summer of 2025, not 2024. But the summer of 2025, if you want to put Alaska, the North Pole, Santa Claus on your calendar, put it down. We'll be taking another farm tour to Alaska in 2025, the summer of 2025. And uh, Santa Claus, the North Pole, will be one of our visits, guaranteed. And uh, Santa will be there. He always takes some time off from the workshop to come and see us when we're there. He's a busy man because when you get to August, you know, they're putting uh, finishing touches on a lot of toys and a lot of other gifts for uh, all the good boys and girls around the world. So it's a busy time, but he takes time off to visit with us. So summer of 2025, Alaska, come along with us on a farm tour. But uh, that's, again, a year and a half away or so, but uh, put it on your calendar. Speaking of the calendar, young kids in the Holstein Association get together between the holidays. They're going to be uh, Junior Holstein Conventioning, and that's going to be in Fond du Lac, December 29th through the 31st. So again, Fond du Lac for the uh, Junior Holstein Convention, December 29th through the 1st. And uh, the big kids, the adult Holstein Convention, by the way, will be in February, February 23rd and 24th, down in New Glarus in brown Swiss country. They're going to take the black and whites down to New Glarus, February 23rd and 24th. So uh, a lot of 
a lot of good things coming up. Also, if you're uh, a manager, if Derry, they're going to have, don't forget PDPW having their Managers Academy, executive training for Derry managers January 9th through the 11th down in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Great place, great seafood down there. Baton Rouge, you know what Baton Rouge means? Red stick. Baton, that's a stick. Rouge, that's red. The red stick is where they're going. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, January 9th through the 11th. Neat place to go, that's for sure. You will enjoy that. All right, we're about, uh, what are we, 14 minutes before uh, 6 o'clock? Right here on Wax. And again, I want you to hear this. Hi, this is Randy Romanski, Secretary of the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection. I just wanted to wish all of you a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. For all those who are out there working on the farm or in businesses and communities, working to feed your communities and feed the world, thank you for everything you do. Happy Holidays. Thank you, Mr. Secretary. Again, Randy Romanski, our Agriculture Secretary, does a good job leading Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection here in Wisconsin. Once again, if you are going to be traveling, cloudy, a little drizzle out there, and uh, again, we're looking for not much sunshine because uh, Mother Nature has kind of got things messed up. I don't know why, but she does, (laughs) and we'll have to deal with it, but again should be able to get there. Make sure you got good tires to handle the rain because we're rain, looking for rain probably later on today than Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday as well. Let's go to market. Jim Lindsay from over at L2. What happened yesterday, Jim? Choice beef steers, neffers, $1.45 to $1.64. Choice dairy cross steers, neffers, $1.45 to $1.59. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, $1.46 to $1.55. Choice Holstein steers, $1.38 to $1.45. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers, $1.37 and down. Top 20% of the cull cows sold from $89 to $1. 60% of the cows sold from $61 to $88. The bottom 20% of the cows sold from $60 and down. Organic market from Tuesday, 80% of the organic cows sold from $1.30 to $1.49. The bottom 20% of the organic cows sold from $1.29 and down. Cow bulls sold from $80 to $1. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound up Holstein bull calves sold from $250 to $390 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $250 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $350 to $600 per head. Just a quick reminder, we will be closed on Monday, December 25th. Our next slaughter sale will be Tuesday, December 26th. Our next special feeder sale will be Friday, January 5th. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market Assignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, we had Faith Hill as a little Christmas present. Let's bring out another voice. There's another Christmas present to you from Equity of Stratford, Jerry Fitzgerald. Good morning, Jerry. Well, good morning to you, Bob, and thank you. Uh, <laughs> I think you're going to make me up there with Faith Hill. But, uh... Uh, no, believe me, her hair has a little different look to it than yours. <laughs> well, she's got hair, too. <laughs> Yeah, that makes a difference. You don't well, you don't have to spend a whole lot of time at the beauty parlor and under the blow dryer or anything like that. No, oh no, no that's wrong. Uh, even when I had hair, it didn't do any good to go to the beauty parlor anyway. <laughs> that's why God invented caps to cover all that stuff, isn't it? Uh, 
Well, I know we're going to be closed on Monday because of Christmas, but before we get to that, wrap up the week for us over there at Stratford. A summary uh, from yesterday and this past week here at Equity Stratford. We'll start with the call market. Uh, calls kind of uh, leveled off here after this uh, lower trend that we've experienced the last couple of weeks. Anyway, in the market cows this past week, high-yielding fleshy Holstein and beef cows uh, were selling from 80 to 95. We did top at a dollar a pound in the cow market this week. Most of the cows we sold this week sold between 55 and 80, and your thinner cows below $55 money. On the bull trade, your better quality bulls, mostly from 90 to 105. We did top at 107 on those bulls. Lighter bulls, 85 and back. Red cattle also uh, kind of have leveled off here from uh, the highs that we had experienced a while back. But anyway, choice grading Holstein steers this past week were selling mostly from, from 130 to uh, 147. High yielding choice and strictly prime Holsteins from 148 to 152. Select grading cattle and the finished cattle 125 and below. On the organic market, uh, that continues to be very strong. Um, on Tuesday, high-yielding, good-quality certified organic cows are selling from 150 to 164 with your lower-yielding organics 140 and below. Now we get to the calf market. Mostly steady this week, 175 to 450 on those top-quality hosting bull calves. We did top at 465. Uh, heifer calves mostly from 50 to 120. Good-quality beef calves continue to be very strong, 300 to 600, and we did top there at 665. And as Bob mentioned, we will be closed here at Equity in Stratford on Monday. And, of course, to observe Christmas, we'll reopen bright and early Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock with the hay and bedding auction. We do have uh, large squares of second crop already on the consignment list for that hay auction. Also, next uh, next Tuesday, we'll start the market uh, market sale an hour earlier at 10 o'clock for market cattle, 11 o'clock with organic cattle, and baby calves also next Tuesday. Feeder cattle sale next Wednesday will be at 1230, and looking ahead into uh, next year, we'll have a special feeder cattle sale. Red beef cow sale on Wednesday, January 3rd. We do have a complete herd dispersal uh, for that sale of beef cattle, so you can take a look at that at the website, Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page. And, Bob, at this time, on behalf of everyone here at Equity Stratford, we want to wish all of the wonderful folks out there for their fine support through the year uh, and all the wonderful folks that are getting up in the morning doing chores and keeping us fed. So may God bless all of you. Have a very Merry Christmas. And certainly want to extend my personal thanks to all the folks here at WAX for all the hard work you guys do. So we appreciate it. And we appreciate all the work you guys do getting the uh, the markets uh, in and done and on the air and communicating that as well. And again, the emphasis here on Monday, close completely. Don't bring your cattle in at 5 o'clock on Christmas Day. They're not going to be there. That is correct. That's good. I'm glad you brought that, I'm glad you brought that up. So well, we'll be open Tuesday morning, 6 o'clock. So, and, uh, good. Well, I guess for those folks that want white Christmas, that's going to be a disappointment. But I'll keep something in mind, Bob. Things kind of, what goes around comes around. If you remember last year, the, the what was it, uh, three below zero on Christmas morning or something? Yep, so. yep. Well, maybe Easter, or Memorial Day, or Fourth of July will have snow. You never know. <laughs> around here, anything can happen. Hey, you have a Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you next week. You also, Bob, and thank you very much. There you go. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And taking a look at the Board of Trade, and again, the Board of Trade will be closed on Christmas as well, obviously. Corn yesterday in the day trade up two cents. Beans down 14. Uncertainty about the weather. Uncertainty about these rail crossings uh, down there in Mexico and the U.S. down in Texas. Uncertainty over what Argentina's doing with their peso and devaluing it, making their crops cheaper around the world. So, again, a lot of things for the markets to develop. And, uh, well, 
digest and see where it comes out. Where they come out to this morning is March corn, a fraction higher at 473. Oats up for 367. The wheat up a fraction 612. Soybeans for March up a penny overnight after being down 14 cents yesterday. Beans sitting at 13.03. Meal for March down, are up 60 cents a ton overnight at $387. Dairy markets not very Christmassy, not in the giving mood. They're taken another quarter cents away from barrel cheese. 139 blocks were down five and a quarter at 139 and a half. The butter down a half at 260. Class three December 1608 down a nickel. January down 16 at 15.44. February down 22 at 1552, March down 17 at 1627, April down 14 at 1721. Looking at the uh, country elevator prices, in Loyal, corn is 398, beans 1213, Arcadia 408, beans 1223, Chippewa Falls and Connorsville, corn 398, beans at 1229. On the DTN screen at Golden Plump, 422, the corn price today. At uh, Baldwin and Elmwood, 403 on the corn, 1214 on the beans. Duran, 398 and 1204. Corn at Mondovia is 398, beans 1209. Fall Creek, 393 and 1204. Osseo's corn is 408 today, beans 1214. 403, the corn price in Elk Mound, 1224 the beans. Sparta, 413 and 1210. Ellsworth, 388 for the corn, 1209 for the beans. At the ethanol plants, Boyceville, 419. Stanley's corn is 418. New Richmond Grain Facility, 413. And once again, fog and drizzle out there, and we're going to have a cloudy Christmas, but it'll be a warm Christmas. So uh, however you do, enjoy it. We'll be back here Tuesday morning and compare gifts, see who got the most and who got the best, who is good and who is not. You've Merry been Christmas. listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi and the Chilson family of Ram dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.